0: My name is Sharon, and I'm bipolar. This is Polarized. I've been sharing a little bit about my personal experience with bipolar disorder. This time, I'm going to try something a little bit different. I'm joined by my husband, and I'm going to ask him a few questions about his perspective on how my bipolar disorder has impacted him, us, and our family. What do you find most difficult about living with me from the perspective of bipolar, not whether or not I leave my hair in the shower?
1: (laughs) Honestly, the most frustrating thing is when you're having your highs, recognizing that it's actually a symptom of mania. It's really easy to get caught up in the excitement that you're showing for activities that we could be doing as a family, for rearranging our house, for cleaning (laughs) getting caught up on activities that we've fallen behind on and get caught up in that excitement and want to be part of it and push along and it's really easy to forget that that's a symptom of bipolar and that along with it comes a lot of the lows keeping that in mind and and working to help you mitigate your manic symptoms is one of the hardest things about dealing with you and your bipolar
0: and do you find yourself wondering whether or not i'm on an upswing every time that i have more energy than normal or i want to do something new
1: yeah it it can be tough to tell whether you're excited about um taking the the kids to the royal tyrell or if you're excited about a a new activity or a, a new training method for for theta Or if it's mania showing through and not actual excitement, but rather a bipolar symptom, and trying to suss out which one it is, is actually really difficult because from someone on the outside, it's it's hard to tell the difference.
0: And it's weird living with somebody where when they start cleaning the house, you get worried about their health.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's certainly not something that uh, the first few times that, that we encountered it as, as a couple uh, that I thought twice about. I just thought, yes, we're, we're finally on top of this. This is good. Your motivation is motivating me. And uh, I, I frankly had no idea originally. And it, it wasn't until we saw the, the lows being repeated uh, following these highs um, that, that it kind of clicked that it was actually a symptom and not just uh, bursts of motivation.
0: And have you seen a difference in the healthy motivation since I changed my meds in the spring?
1: Yeah, it's more measured. um, Where before you would often jump from, okay, we we need to get the house in order, um, right to okay, well, we, we've got this clean, so now let's reorganize the living room. Um, now it's, it's very goal-oriented and structured uh, motivation where we, we can set a goal, and once we've accomplished that goal, it's easy to shut down, relax, and enjoy what we've accomplished rather than having to move into another thing immediately after.
0: And on the depression end, have you seen any significant changes since I changed my meds?
1: Yeah, um, well, kind of similar to the mania side, um, everything is is more measured. Um, before um, we you kind of sorted things out and, and found uh, the right medications to work for you, um, depression was more or less bedridden. Um, it was a struggle to get up, it was a struggle for you to go to work. It was concerning, it was um, sometimes frightening. Um, and now on, on medication, there, there's still every once in a while a depressive downswing, but it's, it's a manageable depression. Oftentimes um, when uh, you seem to be having a depressive episode even on the medication, we look to do things like go to the zoo or to take the kids to parks, and, and that helps mitigate the you you crashing the way that you you did before. And and it's interesting where before the depressive episodes were like you'd run a marathon the day before and wanted to sleep. Now you you have the energy to still go about your life even while you're still combating some of that depression.
0: You've mentioned the kids a couple times. What is it like for you, and I actually have never asked this before, what is it like for you when you're stuck as lead parent, when I'm not doing well, whether that's hypomanic or depressed?
1: Well, to begin with, we we share parenting responsibilities uh, fairly equally a lot of the time to begin with, Uh, so it's it's pretty easy to take up a portion of the role that I, I don't often do, because I'm already in the swing of being an involved and active parent. But it means that rather than just kind of kind of uh, directing the kids, um, it often means that I need to be a bit more structured in how I deal with them, both for their benefit so that I know that they are largely giving you the space that you need to uh, re- recover from from the exhaustion that's associated with the depressive episodes. But also because I deal with ADHD and my method of dealing with the kids, if I'm in sole parent mode, means that I need to be more focused. And that means structured activities and uh, structured play and, frankly, sometimes a schedule. Um, It means that rather than lunch being sometime between 11.30 and 1, depending on when the kids are hungry, we have lunch at 1230 sharp because that's when I can remember to make lunch if I'm uh, the sole parent to make sure that we are having lunch at lunchtime and not having lunch somewhere around supper and supper sometime around bedtime, <laughs> which definitely has happened before uh, before I started uh, being medicated for my ADHD and uh, before I figured out that I needed that kind of routine.
0: And the routine helps me too. I mean... But for the record, I want to go back. You said we parent equally, and that is a lie. I don't think I've changed a diaper in the last three days. You do the lion's share these days. And I feel like that answer mostly focused on the depression end. How do you think it impacts you and the kids outside of my cleaning frenzies when I'm on the hypomanic end?
1: Um, well, it means that we do, well, before COVID, <laughs> because that's changed everything. Um, it meant that we did a lot more things out of the house. We did go to the Glenbow Museum, um, which it took a certain amount of parenting energy to herd uh, three small children through through a museum in an evening. It, it took an energy that we typically didn't have, so that was an activity that we'd go for. We'd go for the zoo because it was a physical activity um, and one that had things that the kids uh would find interesting and we could just hop from one activity to the next uh, one animal to another going for long walks in the summer we even played pokemon go doing it to to um, help mitigate that energy now with covid it's it's definitely harder we're lucky in this case uh, that uh, your your medication is working well through this so that uh the manic episodes are, are are easier for us to handle Um, and now it means that, uh, when we're really feeling some of that energy, we did things like we made every single ornament for the Christmas tree this year, rather than using store-bought ones, which actually turned out great and was a positive channeling of that energy, but wouldn't have been enough when you weren't medicated.
0: That was the day that I recorded the second episode of this podcast. So I feel like a lot of your answers keep bringing up things like structure and routine and outlet how much of that is about the endless energy of three little boys and how much of it is about managing mental health
1: that line is incredibly blurred for me (laughs) Um, i i sometimes can't separate the two if you imagine what a hurricane of a three-year-old is in energy and desire to do things and then drop what they're doing to move on to something else and throw their entire existence into something. That energy is actually very similar to, to the energy that you exude in, admittedly, a more adult fashion, but it, it's that same hurricane of, of energy to, that uh, you, you present. Mm-hmm. When you're having a manic episode.
0: I feel like what you're saying is that basically our three-year-old, our ADHD six-year-old and me are kind of all the same person.
1: Uh, When you're feeling manic, yeah. (laughs) It's similar.
0: (laughs) Now, we've been together since before the initial onset of My Bipolar. When was the first time that you noticed something that was out of the ordinary or maybe bigger than garden-variety depression?
1: Ooh, on the depressive end, um, sorry. when our second uh, child uh, simply wouldn't breastfeed. It, it was something that had been really important to you with our first child. Uh, the, the impact that it had on you emotionally was far deeper than what I would have expected. What we largely chalked up to at the time as... Uh, just being postpartum depression but that carried on much longer than we would have expected that to be. Uh, looking back probably was one of the first times that uh, it really clicked that there was something more than just you know, as you put a garden variety depression going on.
0: And do you remember the first time that I brought up my suspicions about what it might be?
1: Yeah it, it just came up in conversation one day that, that you were concerned about it. Um, you'd mentioned some family history of, of bipolar, um, which wasn't anything new to me. Uh, we'd talked about it before. And uh, I remember that you were, one. Uh, on one hand, you almost seemed hopeful because you felt like there was finally, or at least you expressed to me, that you felt that you'd finally hit on what you needed to to work on, what you needed to, to seek help with, that you finally had a name for what you were feeling and that you, you now could actually work towards finding a, a better way to live with it. But on the other hand, you, you also expressed fear and not just fear in dealing with the unknown or a diagnosis that you were unfamiliar with because you frankly, because of that family history, we're, we're really familiar with what it meant, what the treatments could be and how that could look like in life. But you, you were afraid of the, the stigma that's associated with uh, bipolar. Uh, you you expressed concern about uh, even the, st- the, the stigma in healthcare around dealing with people who have mental health diagnoses and how that would um, impact your ability ability to Talk to healthcare providers about the the other aspects of healthcare in your life that you would need, and that you feared that perhaps if you ever needed to talk about mental health, that with a diagnosis, um, it could result in healthcare provider uh, chalking that struggle up just to your bipolar. And I, I think that while there there are definitely some structural barriers that exist still, we've. We've kind of struck gold in in the sense that while you're getting help with your diagnosis, uh, you're medicated and it's working, that it has been more empowering for you in your medical care rather than limiting.
0: And we are really lucky. We have a great general practitioner, family doctor, who takes me seriously. And I have a good relationship with my psychiatrist. And I have found therapists who click well. So yeah, it's still a concern and it's definitely something that people experience not being taken seriously. Yeah. But I agree that it, it hasn't been as big of a problem as I thought it would be. I feel like we keep coming back to meds, which is because they are by far the most important part of my treatment. But therapy is also an important factor in helping with mental health. I know that I don't talk about therapy much, but just from your your own point of view how helpful do you think the process of going through therapy has been for me as far as bipolar goes
1: uh it's certainly been helpful uh, especially when having face-to-face therapy it it was a a very clear improvement for you i saw you coming home with uh with strategies implemented that clearly came from therapy sessions Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you for joining me for this episode of Polarized. If you're struggling with your own mental health, please know that you're not alone and there is help available to you. As always, take care of yourself.